Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G-I-G-G-S No Rodri Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you have? It's opinion I respect your opinion Maybe in your opinion Messi is better than me But in my mind I'm better than him I do it again Hey guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of Rodri Giggs on football. This is episode number 26. We are live on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter, as, you, uh, as you're aware by now. And of course, we do all sorts of shows and uh, content interviews on the channel. So please do give us a follow on social media. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Really helps us out a lot. You can drop a like. Also drop comments on the YouTube video outside of the, le- uh, outside of the live chat. That also helps a lot. Uh, if you prefer your podcast in audio form, then get them at the Sports Social Podcast Network. That includes all of our shows, all of our series, including this one, plus all the interviews and stuff that we do. They'll always uh, pop up on there as well through the podcast feeds. As you know as well by now, we're uh, supporting this year the uh, Charity Super 6. So a little quick update for that. 
<coughs> excuse me, sorry. Uh, a few low scores this week. Most of us had the last round might as well have been cancelled. But uh, well done to Michael Shepherd, who, if I but off the top of my head, I think he was like one goal away from like a full house, twenty five uh, points or whatever it is. And uh, Chuck Amadi, who both scored fifteen, uh, only just missed out on top spot to Dale Perry from our celebs. Cohen Griffith topped the round on eleven points, but obviously the main story of the round is that Rodri has cut cut the my lead down to three points, and he's celebrating. Like Liverpool winning the league in May, in March, it is Mr. Rodri Giggs. How are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm good. I'm celebrating the inevitable. Well, mate, nothing's won in March, is it? Apart from the Coca Cola Cup. No, no, no. True. But it's, it's lost in March. You're better than that, mate. Come on. Well, you probably lost I'm, in February, didn't you? I'm no, I'm no Kevin Keegan. Let's be honest. Yeah, Come on. True. I'm more of worse a, than I'm that. More it was more than twelve points. <laughs> 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 I know, I know. it was, was double the that one? the black well, guy lost about 20 points didn't they uh, the one yeah. year well yeah so yeah i'm good though good good mate um there's so much going on is unreal in the uh the world of football um i want to start with chelsea mate because i really feel for for chelsea fans um in some ways what are you gonna say like, Ramovich, then no i'm not feel for him but like like it's, they get the fans are going to get punished, aren't they, for something which is completely so out of their hands? It's unreal. Um, and look, I said a couple of years back, or like probably in the early days of Abramovich, like when he was spending big all the time, is that if he gets bored and goes, Chelsea could be in some real, uh, real trouble financially. Um, I think they're in a better situation now than they were probably in the early days of his. Leadership, I think he's bit. been a bit more, bit more responsible. They, you know, they they get a lot of money in and out and stuff. But um, I have seen a few people on like social media, a couple of journalists who are kind of shit hot on the the financial side of football, who have said that whenever kind of buys at Chelsea off him, could be inheriting something which has got a few issues. Um, so I don't think it's plain sailing. However. If anyone's been living under a rock, the obviously um, over the weekend, Abramovich announced that he was basically Chelsea was going to be run by the foundation, and he was sort of stepping back from the day to day running. And then a few days later, he said he was selling the club. Um, they kind of he hasn't really put a reason on it, but I think everyone kind of knows that it's because of the sanctions that are coming on Russian businesses and Russian athletes. Um, and I got a question for you in a minute about that, which I want to put to you. But I want to get your opinion on the Chelsea thing first. I know you've got a few Chelsea mates as well. Like, uh, do you feel sorry for him? The, the fans? Not really. No, no, not really. No, because no, no. Let's face it. The last twenty years, no, they, they, they've gone from a, a mid-table team to you know champions of Europe. Twice was it? Twice? Yeah, yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah, twice. So, and you know, let, let's face it. He's not. That the, yes, they're not going to get another Roman Abramovich, but who who else? No, there isn't many Roman Abramovich. Roman Abramovich is about. Yes, City have done well, and Newcastle have probably done well. Um, but other than that, you know, 
Man United's could think of Man United's own owners losing 1.5 billion. It's just unheard of, or just mm. washing your hands with it. Yeah. So, uh, do I feel sorry for? Them? No, not really. They've had a good run, and let's fix it. They're in a good position. Yes, they've got, you know, it's minor issues. Do they really have to regenerate, re redesign that ground and knock it down? Is it big enough to do that? That site. I'm not sure, and they're not going to get another one, especially in in, in that area for for the amount of money that that you know that they want to pay. Yeah. So it's prime real I estate. Mean, Chelsea, you know, she's, she's not going to get it. So uh, I just don't know how they're going to go about it. But yes, they're not going to get a, a Russian oligarch who, who spends millions and millions of pounds and makes them into a, a European powerhouse. But you know, they'll still do all right. They'll still be probably having the billionaire taking over him. So. It'll just be, it'll just be yes. a little bit different, that's all. No one poor is going to buy the football club at the end of the day, are they? Um, let's, let's, let's <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, when you, hear the, when you hear the money that he paid for it, 140 million, and now he's like, scouting out 3 billion. You're not going to get 3 billion for, for Jelsea Football Club. Let's have it right. He'll probably get two summer, but he's nowhere going to go, nowhere near, near 3 billion. Nowhere near. No, I think. <sighs> It's interesting, straight away in the comments, there's a kind of few people of different opinions. Like Donna says, it's not right. I feel sorry for them. It's not Roman's fault that he was born in Russia. However, I don't think it's necessarily the fact that he's Russian. I think it's more the fact that he's kind of mates with Putin, isn't he? Um, which has kind of shined the light on him. All these um, Russian Rob oligarchs, billionaires, have all benefited from Vladimir Putin. Yeah, that's why they see him back with him and helping him or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they've all gained from it. That's why, of course, yeah. in a matter of a week, he's selling his most beloved football club. Come on, why? Because yeah. you're going to lose it if you don't, or there's going to be sanctions put on it. So you need to get rid. So he's not doing it for you know. Let's have it yeah, right. He's, he's doing it because he's going to lose out if he doesn't. Yeah, like Rob says, uh, he said, "I'll play devil's advocate here." It's certainly the right thing for him to do based on the current situation. However, if he isn't getting financed by the tool in Russia and has no influence from him, then why should he have to yield? But I think the amount of money... Um, so Because he knows as well as everyone else, if people do digging, they'll find that they have worked. And they've, 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 yeah, they've, they've crossed paths many, many, many times. 100%, and, and I think... Yeah, and then it's not worth the then, chance of losing... Two, three billion pounds for what? Yeah, just cut your you losses. Well, you had mate. a good time. He's changed the football club massively. It's probably going to be their the most successful period of their history. So yeah. he's not left him in a bad place. And you know, you, know, you got John Terry tweeting he was the best. You know, yeah. So a lot of Chelsea people will hold him in, hold him very dearly. So, but um, yeah, it's the right thing to do. Because otherwise, think, he could he could lose it. Yeah, I, and I think that's more the issue is that he, because of the situation and the sanctions that are kind of starting to come through now on athletes, on sports teams, on sports all around the world, but also businesses, is that if he hadn't, if he had kind of been stubborn and said no, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to give it up and this, I'm not going to sell him, Chelsea could have been in a lot of financial trouble then. Because if they've got no money allowed to come in from Russia, well, they'll go under. From, 
They would go in there. Oh, exactly what you yeah. said. They would go in there. And they would go oh, in there no. quick as well, mate, because of the amount of money yeah. their be, wage be, bill be, is huge. They'd be finished. Um and, and then it and that brings its own problems. Yeah, of course. And no one wants to see that, do they? No one wants to no. see a Premier League no. club like a chair. You can, no one you wants can, to see any You can clearly club. tell that he obviously loves the club because the, yeah. the amount of money he's put into it. No one does that if they if they don't love something or not yeah, invested in something. So yeah, so, um, it's um it's a difficult time, but you know I'm sure they'll be all right. I'm nope. sure they'll they'll get through it. Um no, no the, it's the set of pre- the, Ger- the Germans have set a president as well by by um detaining that guy, the, the geezer from Everton's two hundred and fifty million pound yacht. They've just seized it. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I hadn't seen that. I yeah, saw that um somewhere somewhere in Hamburg, two hundred and fifty million pound yacht. The, the guy who's involved with Everton, it's his yacht, and they've just seized it. Jesus. I saw that um I think it was Belarus. I might be wrong. But it was another country which wasn't Russia had been um, punished in some way from a sporting yeah, well, they're, aspect. They're connected, aren't they? They're, they're leaders. They, basically, because they, they said um, any country which is back in Russia or on their side or in any way, in any way, kind of not against them, will be also kind of punished. So I think it was a football match that's been cancelled, like one of the qualifiers or so. I'll well, see if I can find it. On, aren't they? That the, you know, Grand Prix has been cancelled. No, I'm looking looking at the Paralympics well, now. Think, they can't they can't get involved in that in the in the Winter Paralympics. So yeah, the UFC London main event, mate, is um, Tom Aspinall versus Volkov, isn't it? So I don't know if that's going to go ahead because you've got um, also Petr Jan is on a card. Yeah, I think the, the UFC are a bit bullish with stuff like that. They don't get involved yeah. in politics and wars and, and stuff like that. Of, the, they've got a lot of money as well, haven't they themselves? Yeah, and, so, and, and, and uh, you know, knowing not knowing, but you know. Knowing the persona of, of Dana White, yeah, no, yeah, I think they'll work something out. I do, yeah, but it's just it's certainly at risk, I would say. Um, Lorna says, Isn't Roman Abramovich very good friends with Putin? But if so, why is he giving the money, uh, to the UK to help the Ukraine funds? Well, this is the thing, he has gained from it, but are they, are they close anymore? So, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. He's just got no a good ties with it and, and, and be seen to doing the right thing. Let's have it right. He bought it for 140 million pounds. So whatever he does, he's gonna make a profit, even if he, yeah. he gives the billion away to, to Ukraine and the war, he's still gonna have a billion and a bit left. Sure. Well, and, like and he paid 140 there. million pounds for it. Yes, he's put a million and five in for it, but mm. you know, that was his choice. Absolutely, yeah. Craig says he made his ten billion from from Russia. So, you know, if sanctions come in, I would say the majority of his cash flow probably comes in and out of Russia. So, like I said, Chelsea would have been very in if he hadn't done what he did, like a step back and sold the club now or looking to sell the club. Chelsea would have gone under. They would have been in trouble. So, in some ways, I kind of admire him for not being stubborn. And saying, you know, I haven't done anything wrong, so why should I? He's kind of done. Oh, you'll be able best to go back to football Chelsea club. Football Club or go around Chelsea area with his head held high and he'll be treated. Absolutely. Imagine if he got him, you know, put him into yeah administration and, and yeah, he wouldn't be able to go back. He'd, yeah, it'd be, it'd be curtains for him. So yeah, he's you know, he's got smart people around him. He's obviously given the right the right answers, and, and this is the right one. Um, on the other side of things, like on the sporting side of things, 
um, a few people have mentioned it in the comments. Like Chelsea have got about 50 players out on loan, as has always been the case over the years, isn't it? From youth players and fringe players and all this. That's obviously something which will need to be addressed. Yeah, they've got the some good ones as well. The kid from Southampton who scored last night, he's at Chelsea. They got they're all over the place, right? There's so many of them. But I think they, I think like I think it was Craig just said there's like 50 out on loan laughing, but I think it is around that number, sort of 40, 50 players at various league, you know, levels and stuff. Um plus a very good new system. Yeah, of course. The problem has always been getting those players through into the first team more than anything. Um but it'll be interesting. It'll be a very interesting situation. Um, just while we're kind of on like that, the Russian situation, what do you think about athletes um, and football teams and people being stopped from earning a living and competing? Unfortunately, like- this, you know, they're suffering from, from their leader. And it's just, it's just, they're just innocent victims in it all. Because yeah. most of these people, you know, they don't even know what the Soviet Union and the old ways and the, they just never known anything different, just peace and just everything's hunky dory. But, you know, it obviously goes back a lot, a long way. And so it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, they're athletes, they're nothing to do with, they're not, politicians or no. people in the army. They just, you know, and it's just a shame because these people probably spend three or four years of their life building up to this and then they can't play, especially in the Olympics or the World yeah. Cup or the World Cup and the, the qualifiers coming up. You know, it's... these sportsmen, they dedicate their lives and now they can't play because some some idiots got trigger happy. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it is. It's really unfortunate because it's not their fault. And I think... Um... It's just kind of there's nothing that you can really do about it. Like, like I can't. I don't know. It's difficult to see how you can let them carry on and compete because you can't sanction businesses and some sports and not others. But I do feel sorry for them because at the end of the day, like you speak to particularly like fighters and and runners and people like that in the early stages of their career. You know, if they haven't had gold medals and and done all these different things. They, you know, they've got bills to pay. They've got families to feed. And without competing, they don't get that money, which means that, you know, they're in, in a, they're in the same state that other people are. But it's unfortunate. Um, obviously, uh, I think I saw Ukraine have asked for the World Cup qualifier, I think it was, to be postponed against Scotland. That's understandable, I would imagine, that I would think, that they will probably postpone all the qualify the playoffs because I don't see. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they'll. I think they'll get they'll get as many as done as possible. Well, Why I mean, would you postpone anything? Any other countries that's that... it kind of puts Scotland and Ukraine at a disadvantage, though, doesn't it? If they if they already know that Wales are like I said before, it's innocent victims. You know, it's a lot of what's the word? Uh, not ballistics. Um, not a lot of logistics going into these playoff games, uh, so I, I can't see many of them um, being postponed. Anything, to be honest, yeah. 
it's kind of like people just get, there's people all over the the place who are just going to be affect, affected by it, aren't they? Um, it's just like the COVID situation, unfortunately. It's, it's, it's horrible to say it, but you know, the, the, uh, even though the, it's war in another country, we have got to continue uh, and try and continue it uh, as normal. Yeah, it's, it's hard, isn't it? It's like yeah, it's very, it's very hard. That's when you're watching the news, and especially just come out there, just been watching the news, and some village who have got no, no, nothing of government buildings are, and it's just been destroyed, and they're just, it's just, just wiped out. It's, like. it's shocking, yeah. It's shocking. These are kids and old people, and yeah, it's just why? Just like I'm just looking at it and thinking, what's going on here? Am I missing something? Yeah. But you know, then then you 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 you, you watch the interview with Putin today. He's just oblivious to it all. No, we're not yeah. bombing any yeah. civilian uh, uh, buildings. We clearly are. Oh no, that's media propaganda. Um, Seven-year-old kids being detained. No, they're just mm. being detained for a couple of hours for their own safety. What seven? Yeah. So I um. It's a weird place. It was a weird place. It's a weird place when I went, mate. I'll never go back ever mm. again. It was weird. I was only there for twenty-four hours. We went there for the for the European Cup final, and it was weird. It was grey. It was miserable. And it was sunny as well, but everything's grey. Soldiers marching on the street. It was weird. 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 I wouldn't go back, I mate. Was that? No. 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 Hundred percent will not be going back to Moscow. The Gremlin, though, they're all the the, the the Gremlin, and that that, you know, the whole is it, pretty impressive. It's, like it's historical red. Sighting, it's all different it? colours, but everything else is just grey and dull. It's every like it's two miles, you see soldiers march on the streets. Mm-hmm. Weird. The thing is, is what I find frustrating is all the people who were to kind of to blame for everything. Um, you know, they make the decisions about going to war, going to. Invade and and who, like, yeah, but war is the war. people who were putting their lives at risk and stuff. They're not the people who were hurt by the attacks. No, uh, either way, it's, and it's just it's, the Russians don't think it's war and in, in invasion. though. No, they they're not reporting it as that. They just think you know they, they they're getting their own territory back or something along them lines. It's clearly they're clearly clearly deluded. Clearly, they're calling them neo Nazis and mm. and all this crap. What are you on about? Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Um, obviously, we're going to go back to football now in a minute. I'm just going to point out what Reese has just put here because it's kind of, I think you, I think you said it last week, something similar. Um, he said the Belarusian uh, leader revealed during the state TV thing uh, that the country's plan uh, plans for Ukraine, and they revealed by accident that Russia's planning on invading Moldova next, who aren't under NATO basically trying to reform the Soviet Union. And I think that was kind of clear from the start. But, I mean, it's... Uh... I remember a few years ago when all these countries come be like, where's they come from, like Georgia? When they all, like, they all, they all just changed and they all broke off. And, and it's just weird. It's just weird. And you look at the size of Russia, it's like... It's massive, isn't it? Yeah, it's massive. It's probably the biggest country in the world. I think it actually is the biggest country in the world because it goes on for Siberia. It literally goes, starts in Europe and ends in China. Jesus Christ. How big it is. It ends in China. Mm. I mean, I, um, 
Because I know you don't you don't know your geography, so I have to educate no, you. No, I need you to educate me all time on geography, mate. I gotta, if I need it, because uh, it's uh, it's a struggle for me. Um, so to the shop. <laughs> moving on a bit. Um, I I need some sat now for some points. Come Saturday, know that. No, mate, I got a fire rack and I got a full house and get a nice bit of prize money coming this week. I can feel it. I'm due one. Just uh, if you so if you you know if you get a, like every game right, do you automatically win the prize or for whatever it is? No, because you did that about three or four weeks ago. You got every no, no. I mean, if you right? get correct scores as well, well, you get two hundred fifty grand. If you get so if you basically if you get five points from each game, you get two hundred fifty grand. Yeah. Or if it's on one of them weekends where it's a million. Yeah. Depending so that, on no one else has got it. And then yeah, you go course, from then you go from the uh, the the time of the score. Oh yeah, the goal, yeah. Yeah. So uh Will just said he obviously runs it, he said thirty points wins top top prize. Yeah. So I mean yeah. There was a guy, I think it was the guy I'm I texted to you on the weekend. I it was, think a, there, was, it was two, there was two or three that were one goal out. Unbelievable. Like he had all five points and then in one game he got the result right. But the goal was like, I think it was 2-1. Oh, no, it was 2-3 and I had that at tw- 27 points. Got it. That would be, be devil, Especially you? if there was like a uh, like a VAR decision or something. My mate messaged was... me yesterday. Was it last night? Uh, he's got COVID. So he put a bet on last night. And he didn't usually bet. He put twenty quid on um, Southampton West Ham. Southampton both to score. Southampton to win. Everton, Luton. Everton to win. I mean Chelsea, Luton, Chelsea to win. And he had Real Mallorca and Real Sociedad, and it was two 0 to Real Sociedad, and it oh. ended up two. He was like, "Oh, should I cash out? It's like six hundred quid." I went, "No, it's only twenty quid. Ride it out." And then in the last five minutes, oh, I should have cashed out. You know. They ended up 2 0. Beautiful. Um, right. Uh, where should we should start? Bet, should have bet with Paddy Power. You got better odds and you might have got a cash back. So. Yeah, you might have got a cash back then. I um, I want to talk. Nice little plug, mate, for Paddy Power. Doing his job well. Ambassador. Beautiful. Like it. Um, I want to talk about Middlesbrough versus Spurs and I want to speak about Spurs. But before we do that, um, very quickly, I want to get your thoughts on United's performance against Watford. Um, nil-nil. Uh, not the result they were looking for. Were they any better, though? Who? United. Oh, mate, it should have been four or five nil in the first 25 minutes. How, you know, Ronaldo, great touch, inside the six-yard box, and he's dragged it in at the post. Um, Bruno could have had... Two goals, one-on-ones, sitters, really. And then there was another one that, that someone should have scored. It should have been an easy game. And then Watford slowly started getting into it the second half. And then, you know, the last 30 minutes, he's put three at the back. And it was just like the Alamo. They just couldn't get through. Just couldn't score. Ronaldo would still be there now. And it was just, if you've played the game, especially up front. Just one of them days. Yeah, it was just one of them days. Because even the first five minutes, the ball's coming across and his touch is just like immaculate. He's killed it, but killed it where it's just like enough space where he can just go bump. But he's dragged it, hit the post, and then Bruno should have scored a couple. 
at least a couple. Ronaldo should have scored again. He scored, but he was offside by inches. So it it was it wasn't a bad performance because I watched it. It was one, a rare three o'clock. So when it's three o'clock, I usually watch it. So, yeah. but it was uh, it wasn't a bad performance. It was just uh, couldn't get the ball in the back of it. Bad finishing from you know who you'd want it to fall to. I see. Uh, I've seen a lot of people criticizing Ronaldo again. Um, <laughs> This week, since that weekend performance, and what I don't understand with him, mate, right, is right. Look, he's not as good as you know. He might not be as sharp as he once was. As quick, it doesn't matter, mate. He's better than what we've got, and he's better than anything else. If you take Ronaldo out of that side this season, United would be down in the bottom half. Yeah, we've been table. It's um, and I think he just doesn't because because people don't like him. They try and be. They try and play down his achievements as a player and a sportsman and an athlete. Like the man's one of the greatest ever. And I do sometimes feel like people have got this weird personal thing that like because it's jealousy. They don't like it. it's jealousy. It's, it's strange, but it's gotta be because I don't know how you can't even if you're on like Team Messi and you think Messi's the better footballer, or like whatever, you can, I don't know how you can play down what Ronaldo's achieved, the shape he keeps him in, the effort that it takes to stay that fit that he can play at the top level age 37 and still you know, be as good as his counterparts. You know, I don't understand. He could have it. gone to somewhere and literally scored like one or two goals like someone yeah. else who we just mentioned and then he'd be really under fire but yeah. no, he no, scored 16, 17 goals assists coming out of his ears and you know, if without Unite without Ronaldo, we'd be mid-table. I mean, we'd be out of the Champions League. So people need to shut up, be realistic. And, you know, the guy's 37. He's not the 30-year-old, 30 30 -old, but he's better than anything else that we've got. And what I don't get as well is... Like, and like um, I say, Lionel Messi has gone to another club, PSG, which, which, let's be, have it right, it's nothing like the Premier League, and he scored two goals. Not if only that, that was Ronaldo, if he'd come to United and scored two goals, imagine the stick he'd be getting. He's got 16 goals. Imagine get the stick he was getting if he got two. Yeah. Well, the thing is, as well, mate, right, Messi is playing in a team that's full of, like, unbelievable talent, better than the United team, mm. in a league that's... Arguably better. Pub league, basically, outside of maybe one or two teams. And I just yeah, think on par with public, probably on par with the Cyprus League. Shout out <laughs> to Stella if he's watching. Yeah, public, <laughs> public. Yeah, I just uh, it's a weird thing. And like Messi, I barely see his name mentioned because he's not doing much. But also, he doesn't seem to attract the same uh, like attention, abuse, trolling, whatever you want to call it on social no, and even no, the media no, not no, just social media like just the media no one gives generally. a shit he, he, no one gives a shit because he's quiet he hasn't got a netflix and got 400 million followers he's not you know doing yeah. a terrible terrible he must have got paid millions for that have you seen his advert that he's done no oh my god you've got to see it I don't watch Good. TV, mate. I don't know. No, I mean, it's, it's on Twitter, it's on social yeah, media. I where I've seen, seen it. it. It's that. a phone thing, and it's like, it's proper, like, <laughs> and it's like, that's, he's dancing with his foot with the phone. Oh, it's embarrassing. But, yeah, I mean, you know, even though he's probably got paid, 
you know, he's probably going, you're going to, if you go in the changing room and say, ah, what's that? I've got five million quid for that. Then yeah. that's, he probably has because it's terrible. I mean, the terrible in the way that he's got a dance and got, yeah, yeah, like, just looks stupid. Like, like, cheesy. Yeah, cheesy. Yeah. Um, like a, something you'd see where if you go to like Spain and adverts, not Spain mm. or, or somewhere in, like, like a European, like a, like yeah, an 80s like Hungary, European. Or, yeah. Or, or even, China or Japan, nothing like the greatest advert of all time, mate. From Paddy Power, not at all. No, not That's at all. That, that'll go down in history as the greatest ever, mate. I told you that before. Correct, correct, by a, by a, by a novice, exactly that. Like, never just walked in, nailed it, didn't have to, didn't have to repeat any of his lines. Nope, just in. And no, the, let's go that's, that's because you, you, you prepare properly. Absolutely, mate. Always prepared, didn't you? Prepared yep. to fail, failed to script prepare. was script was done, done the, the done the run throughs. Everything was ready to go. That's a beyond. Uh, what's the word? Not on site. Is it on site? Come on, got to get it now. So there's no outtakes from that advert, there, mate. There's I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. They should have put that video out, shouldn't they? The the outtakes. I'm sure there is somewhere. Uh, it was, it was sweet. Indeed, right, mate. FA Cup this week has been going on. What is going on with Spurs? They've had a disastrous probably week or two. Um, starting with Conte's little meltdown after the game, they he kind of recovered a bit from that and kind of explained it a bit, but um. They lost to Borough, mate, and Borough deserved the victory. Um, I thought Borough were excellent, and it was a good finish. Um, and I just, you know, it's just the way it is. At the no, end of the day, we, we, we've got problems still. We know we've got problems. They just, you know, City, the City games masked that a little bit. But they've clearly got problems. The manager's not happy. Um, yes. I've got no sympathy whatsoever for Spurs because they just. Do you think it's just... brought on completely by the manager? Uh, by the no. by, um, what's his face, Daniel yeah. Levy? Yeah. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, it's they can be too. They can be too smart for their own good. Uh, they just Penny yeah. the time and then. Yeah, um, you can't do it. And I think um, Conte coming in, you always get that new manager kind of buzzed and you like when the new manager comes in you win a couple of games performances get better where the players are trying to impress the the new manager but ultimately i think that papered over some of the cracks because spurs are dreadful at the start of the season well it, it does paper over cracks but it proves his point you know you go away you win at city and then three days later so if you win at city you've got to travel all the way home and all the way back up a couple of days later to burnley which, you know, mm. I play on Burnley's pitch. It's a nice pitch. It's a beautiful pitch. But it's minging when it's freezing and cold and wet and windy. And it was wet, windy and cold. And it and they just beat 1-0. And that because they haven't got a strong enough squad. They just haven't. Yeah. Um, to Burrow, I think a few people saying, but has Burrow got Chelsea in the next round then, have they? I'm, I'm not sure. As soon as, United got, as soon as United got knocked out, I switch off with the FA Cup. <laughs> I think... It seems to be that people are saying they got Chelsea. Look, that's a great opportunity for them because 
Borough, yeah, they've been doing well. Chelsea were very lucky. I watched the game and Luton played Luton, very, Luton very well. Luton were real good. Very good. I like Luton. And, um, yeah, they could have easily won it, but Chelsea just, you know, turned the screw last 30 minutes and got the two goals they needed, but it won't be easy. Where's it at Middlesbrough or Chelsea? Wherever it wherever it's at, they've you know they've beat United away, so they, they won't be scared of going to Stamford Bridge. Yeah. And either if it's at the Riverside, that that probably puts them in more in their favour because it was bouncing yesterday, um, the other day, it was bouncing. So it's a difficult place to go, especially when you've got a, a very 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 good manager like Chris Wilder. So you've got half a chance. Very experienced, isn't he? Fake he Cup as well. We've seen yeah. it over the years, year after year after year. He's upset, so we'll always see him. These teams don't go in with the right frame of mind. The team below, uh, you know, it's their cup fine. They're up for it. They're on the telly. And you haven't got the right frame of mind in football, you will get turned over, no matter how good you are. Yeah. I Look, but the Borough have got absolutely nothing to fear of, though, because, like you say, they've beaten United, they've beaten Spurs. Chelsea scraped through against Luton. Um, go and do your thing, innit? And... Uh, Get stuck in, play your game. Chris, like I said, Chris Wilder is a great manager. Um, the one thing I thought I really I got a soft spot for Luton because uh, they remind me of my like days growing up watching Cardiff and like a proper football club. Luton are I like the ground, I like everything about it. I like the fact that it's not like a modern ground. Um, proper football club. I told you a story I about that. Have I told you a story about Kenneth Road? Kenneth Road. No, no. On, I, I told it last week. Like last week, when we was about, um, I must have been about what, ten, nine, ten. Uh, Ryan must have been about thirteen, fourteen, and we was going to Wembley. Uh, my dad was driving like a blue Fiesta. We was going to Wembley, England under schoolboys under fifteens against the um, Brazil under fifteen schoolboys. Anyway, we've gone to the to the match, and on the way home. Car's broken down mm-hmm. on the roundabout coming off the roadway. So anyway, this Asian guy's come up. <clears throat> so uh, spoke to people that he's ended up taking to this house where where he had, and we ended up staying there. But the bedroom, he opened the window. It was it opened out on St Luton's ground, kind of kind of road. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we stay we stay there, and and the guy obviously said, "We'll sort your car out in the morning." He says, "All right, sweet." So I wake up. Remember, it was freezing in there. It had the, you know, in the bedrooms, it had the old gas fires in the bedrooms, every bedroom. And uh, so he takes to the garage. Uh, the guy obviously does something to fix it. Dad says, oh, let me have a little test run and see what it's like. Okay. So he drives around the block. We're waiting on the corner. And he drives around the block and he comes around, opens the door, quick, get in, get in, get in. <clears throat> me and Mark are getting, he drives off. It's like, what are you doing? Why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? Oh, I didn't have enough money to pay him. I, oh, <laughs> uh, I couldn't pay him. So, you know, I'll send him at somebody in the post. I had to get some petrol. And he didn't pay him. He just drove off. <laughs> but it was overlooking Luton's, Luton's ground. Luton's and it was, it, it was AstroTurf then, if you remember. It was an old AstroTurf pitch. Yeah, back Luton. in the day, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. See, he'd be watching that now and he'd be like, never sent me that money. Oh, quality, quality. No, I thought Luton were excellent, mate. I, I really thought they were really, really good, and I thought they were a bit unlucky. Chelsea just had a little bit too much in the end, but um, 
thought it was great stuff. Um, so tonight we've got, I think, is it Everton in it and Boreham Wood? Um, but I want to have a look at some of the kind of results. Was there any other FA Cup games you watched, mate, over the the week? I watched the end of I watched the end of um, Southampton West Ham. Uh, no, not really. I was watching the Chelsea Luton game. I was just flicked it over, and it, it was a good game. So I just ended up watching it. And then as soon as Chelsea scored, three two, and I turned over and watched Southampton and West Ham. The end of that last ten minutes. So there, West Ham, cool. mate, bit of an anomaly this year, isn't they? A very up and down. No, they, they've done really, really well. Look where oh, they yeah, are, mate. Absolutely. Look where they are. They've played in in Europe as well. They're the fifth or sixth in the league. With a limited, limited squad. So, does it? Yeah, Southampton, Southampton's not easy. They're a good side, some of them. Does on the, day. the season that West Ham are having and the job he's done overall, does it show that if David Moyes was given time at United, he could have done a good no, job? No, no. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, actually. I don't know. My opinion, no. Because of the way he was coming in and the way he was talking to certain players, no. You know, you can't bring your manager, you can't bring what you're doing at Everton to Man United. It's just totally different environment. Mm. The way he was talking to certain players, um, how to defend, how to tell, how can you tell Rio Ferdinand to defend? Oh, I agree 100%. But what I would say is, with any job in the whole world, and it is like when you come in. You're meeting new people, blah blah blah. Sometimes it can t- there's a bit of an adjustment, so you can get used to how people are, how they speak, how they do things. Look, he might have failed miserably, but I would argue that he never really got a chance to implement anything of note part- that he wanted no, to. He didn't, and the seven eight months is 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 nowhere near enough, and it proves that David Miles needs time. He's a manager that needs time, and, and he just didn't get that. Just, the signs were there, though, but it was a poor choice, in my opinion. Anyway, he'd done nothing at Everton. Never won I a thing. I've ever asked you who do you, who do you think they should have put in when they knew Fergie was leaving? I know who oh. I think, but I'm interested. I'm not going to say what it is. It. I'll tell you now. I just want to see what you think. I don't know because like, it's a long time ago. So, my thought on it is that they should have... They had the chance before Pep went to Man City. Obviously, Fergie had a meeting with him and it seemed like it was all in place. They should have followed that up. I think that was a real big mistake because ultimately, at that time, it was kind of Pep or Mourinho. And if you look at it on paper, Pep was always a better fit for United than Mourinho. And I just think after they had that meeting and it was positive and blah, 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 then they should have followed that up. And I think as a club, that was probably a bit sloppy. Maybe they just thought, assumed that he would wait for him. I don't know. A um, bit of arrogance, maybe. I, I'm not sure. But for me, him or Mourinho were the only two in the world at that time. They are good managers, but let's have it right. Guardiola took over that Barcelona team. It's probably the best team I've ever seen, ever. Yeah, yeah true. But he's also, um, he's gone on and done it. Well, Bayern Munich, gone, you know, the best team, the best players. Manchester City, best team, best players. Mourinho was the same. But when that money 
twindled and they had to mm. coach. Well, we've seen it with Mourinho. Yes, he did okay at United, but he didn't really win. He wasn't successful as he, is, as he would have wanted. Did okay. he get the players that he wanted? No, he didn't. And that's probably why. If you're going to bring someone like that in Mourinho, I'm sure Guy Neville said it, if you're going to bring someone like that in, you've got to give him what he wants. Yes. What's the point? What's the point? I mean, it's the same with Guardiola thing. I don't think he would be able to be able to do certain stuff with. So if you give Guardiola Southampton now, they, they would be no better, in my but then, opinion. Like... But if he comes to United, he would have had the same luxury and same. So, yeah, it was it was, it was obviously, in hindsight now, is a is the one that, that we should have got the signed up. Away kind of thing, isn't it? Um, yeah. I think like they tried, they've tried a bit of everything, haven't they? They've tried, they tried David Moyes in the young upcoming manager. They tried Ollie as the legend ex-player, and they tried Mourinho, who's literally won everything in the game, and they tried you know Van Hal, who's won. Problem, and... The problem you've got now is United need to do need to look at people's mistakes. The, the mistakes that people have done in the past. And I'm talking about Liverpool. I'm going to go back way back, 30 years ago, when they were dominant. All the early, early 90s, they were dominant. Mm. Um, and they, they just struggled for like, what, 20 years? Until they, 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 they brought someone in who was... Really good. Give him time. And he, he was there like four years before he won anything. Yeah. And they've got to do so... the same. But the problem we've got at United, you're going to bring someone in. All they've got to do is go for a little poor patch. Oh, they're useless. Oh, they're crap. Yes. Everyone, you know, Twitter, everyone's a everyone's everyone champ manager. Yeah. And everyone knows the game inside out. But this guy here, or Jose Mourinho, or Van Gaal, or, you know, they, they, what do they know? They know nothing. I mean, Johnny from, Jeff, Johnny from down the road. I know everything. So yeah. he's he getting rid of him, get rid of him, bring him in, bring Pochettino in. Yeah, another person that's won nothing. So I would, yeah, if, I, if, I, if, I if, if it was me, I'd be bringing that. the Ajax guy in if it was me. Yeah, so a couple of things from the comments now. So Will made a good point. He said, um, with Moyes, obviously, he said Aberdeen to, to United. For Fergie was a different ball game in terms of the size. And no, 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 no. I understand but, that, but Fergie was yeah. winning things. He was winning European titles with Aberdeen. Oh, with, with Aberdeen, yeah, of course. He won he was, the yeah. win well with the, the the cup winners' cup they had back in them days. Yeah. So if you won the FA Cup or the Carlin Cup, you went to a European and they won that. And he won the leagues that break in, you know, Celtic and Rangers. You tell me last time someone won the, the league. Yeah, they that was it. Since... It was Aberdeen. And the other thing is football was so very different. David Myers didn't do anything with Everton like that. Didn't win anything. Didn't, didn't win any European Cups. Oh, he come fifth or sixth, one league, one year. Great. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you on that side of it. I think ultimately the other well, thing that is... Football, just football that outside the ground. Say again. Just had a statue put outside the ground of Aberdeen. Shit. Where's the statue of David Miles outside Everton? Well, you might have one one day. <laughs> I'm still still going, isn't he? You Do me know. a favour. <laughs> what? He didn't win anything. Well, he, don't give you statues for not winning things. Big. It's like a participation award, isn't it? 
<laughs> no, no, there's, there's, no. There's, there's levels. You've got. He might have one at where I'm why Mourinho was, was hot property. Because if he didn't win that Champions League, you'd never. He wouldn't yeah, have had the career he had. So yeah. it's all about winning. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, if he won just one of them Europe, Europe, Europa Leagues. The Europa League on penalties was the word he missed out on, wasn't it? Still, that was yeah. the word he should have won. When you're getting beaten semi finals and finals, that's it's not good. Not good. Yeah, I agree. As soon as history tells you, when you get to a semi-final with Jose Mourinho, you get to the final, you win it. If you get to a semi-final with Alex Ferguson, you get to the final and usually you win it. So, it's, only, it's the only time you don't win it when you come against the greatest team you've ever seen with Lionel Messi in it. Yeah, and I think it's it's fair, and it? It's like it's not... Um... I think it's it's fair to say that David Moyes didn't get enough time, but it's also fair to say he probably was not up to the job. Um, Borough fan asked a question. That's, says, not his, that's not his fault. You're still going to no. take the job. And by the way, mate, he might get a statue next to the Bobby Moore statue by the time his career is over if he takes West Ham to European glory. Um, Borough fan says, uh, what, who, what do you uh, and who do you think can fix United's problems, Rodri? So, he, like, who? Uh, what are the problems? How would you fix them? And who do you think is the man for the job? It's just another, another. You've got to identify how the way you want to play. So they want to play high up, pressing. So you can't have Manny Maguire playing because <coughs> he just exposes you. You can't. You can't. It's been proven. If I was a player play who's playing that way, I'd be going right over on Harry Maguire. As soon as you mm. get the ball, see that space there, that's where I'm going to be. Uh, or if he gives me the feet, then just he's just he's just a no, he's getting he's found not out, suited, not suited getting, to that style of tactic, is he? Like, no. he's getting, like you say, no. he's getting found out. No, it doesn't um, suit. So that, that you've got, you know, do you what happens at the end of the season? You know, matters going, does Cavani go? Probably does. Um, Pogba. There's three, the Matic, Mata, there's five players. Uh, who else is there? It's a big uh, Ling- job. L- Lingard, Rashford's not doing it at the minute. He needs to kick up his arse. Yeah, what's going on? Back. And then you've got to, you know, first of all, you've got to identify who's going to be manager. Let's get that sorted out, first of all. As soon as we get that sorted out, then we can move forward. But until that, you know, is it Ralph? Is it... It's going to be so. I like this guy, I like this new guy, but I just don't think um, the rest of the fan base. I'm not, I don't know, but you know, his, his records is pretty well, pretty good. He's changed us a lot more, a lot more sturdy at the back, a lot more defensively sound. Mm-hmm. The, the, the results have seen that. Yes, we're not uh, winning most games, but we're not losing them either. Plus, we're creating like 25 chances a, a game and scoring one or not even scoring. So it's not as if they're not creating chances. They just need to put get someone to put them in the box. We need a midfielder desperately who who, who, who can keep the ball, who, who's that glue in the midfield, who can help the others. Because we see, especially me, when I've seen it anyway, when, when Matic plays, we're a much better team, much better team. Because he can play football, he's uh, he's composed on the ball, doesn't panic. 
Uh, Fred's a bit of a, you know, everything's hot potato. I'm sure, definitely want to see his passports. I'm not sure if he's Brazilian. Um, the um, Reese just said there, he says, uh, Pochettino took a relegation threatened Espanyol to mid, mid-table safety. Uh, he took Southampton to their highest finish, eighth in the league, took Spurs, a team refusing to spend to a Champions League final and second in the league. He played great football and uh, has great man management. The players want to play for him. I understand that. But when you get in a position like he did, you have to win. And he didn't. He lost. He did. He failed. Everything, everything, everything you just said there, that's great. But what's he come out of it? What's he won? Where's his medal? What's he done? Yeah. That's what we want at United. We need someone who knows how to win. And I'm not sold on this Pochettino. I'm not at all because of that fact. Will he be able to do it at Man United? Who knows? No, who knows? All right. Last thing on United before we move to the championship. Um, what in, if I if you had to make the decision now, you have to say it. Straight away, without thinking, who would you appoint manager of Man United at the end of the year? Because I know you mentioned the Ajax manager just now. Yeah, yeah, that Ben Sag, yeah. Good shout. Um, so the championship, mate, is the most mental league in the in the world. the The bottom three is really like just unreal. So you have got Peterborough twenty one points, Derby twenty one points, Barnsley on twenty three. And then Red in 29. But Barnsley have got two games in hand. Oh, Peterborough have got two games in hand over Derby as well. So it's a fascinating one. I think Derby would have been looking to to pick up a win against Cardiff. I think they they would have earmarked that as a game they could potentially take three points from. Uh, they were probably a little bit probably disappointed to not get anything from the game. Cardiff scored late. Um, I did think. Cardiff were relatively good. I thought Derby were all right as well. But ultimately, Wayne was not happy. Uh, I think he criticised the ref um, and a few others. He said, uh, I'm just going to read his statement now. Uh, He said, I can't say too much. It's the truth. It's not acceptable. Some of the decisions, are we getting punished because no one expects us to stay in the division? We're still fighting and we'll fight to the end. Um, And he just said, like, we're not taking chances. We're getting punished. We're getting fouled in the lead up to the goal, um, and not getting punished by officials. So I'd be very. I didn't watch the full game, so I'd be interested in like the guys and girls who went to the game and have seen it in full. Uh, if they think that Rooney's got any point about some of those decisions, but he's the, we've we talked about how much he's got a good. He's do, you know he's done a tremendous job, mate. But compared to a couple of weeks ago, I think it does look a little bit tighter. For him, in terms of like two, three weeks ago, I was convinced Derby were definitely staying up. Now I'm a bit more like, oh, it looks a bit difficult. What do you think? Well, the eight points, so that's eight points and what, 33 points left to play. Well, you know, still a long way to go. Reading, what Reading have done. Uh, the new manager coming in has given them a little burst. Will they maintain that or will we see what we, we, we sometimes see when a manager comes in, does well, but then kind of dips? Mm. So, but yeah, Birmingham, Hull, 
Cardiff have just like got themselves out of it now. And Reading, with their like couple of wins in the last week or so, uh, have put a span in the works for Derby. So it's gonna it's gonna go right to the wire now. I was like last week, I was thinking, oh, they're gonna do it easy. It's the championship, look, mate. It's just but look at it now. Yeah, Reading have like turned a corner and got a couple of good results. So. Well, when Reading replaced their manager, got a new manager, sorry, mate, Peter, they've got a new manager now. Well, they give them that, that boost that they need. So. Um, Lorna says the ref was awful uh, at the Cardiff Derby game. Um, well, sorry, mate, I didn't mean to interrupt you then. I was going to say that um, with the championship, it's so mad like because all teams just beat each other weekly. So when it can look one week like, you know, Derby, oh, they're going to stay up comfortably. And then two weeks later, you're like, oh, they look in trouble. Um, we just talked about Luton against Chelsea in the cup, mate. Luton in the league have been, been really phenomenal. Well. Unbelievable. And so they're sixth you know, only by a point, but their form, they've beaten like teams like West Brom, you know, good teams in the last few weeks, few games. Um, I'm going to, I don't know whether, I just don't know if they have a big enough and strong enough squad to well, they play like they did yesterday. They've, they've got a, a great chance because like I said, it was a really good game and they, they, they were unlucky. So in their last seven league games, they've beaten Swansea, uh, they beat Cambridge in the FA Cup. Then they beat Barnsley. They lost to Birmingham, beat West Brom, beat Stoke, beat Derby. Like, it's no fluke that they're up there. I've been very, very impressed with them. Um, the Cardiff, the players the Cardiff have brought in in January window has saved them this year. And I, I absolutely will sort of, I will die on that hill because in January, when, we, when I, I remember saying it to you, we had no money to spend. And I said, if we don't bring players in, we will go down because we were right down there. We were playing awful. We just looked devoid of ideas, devoid of quality. All of a sudden, he injected those young players on loan, all of which, every single one of them has been excellent. They've come in. They've freshened up a squad. New manager's got, um, you know, he's got another year next year now already. Um, not sure. We'll talk about that in a sec. But that, window is what has turned the corner for Cardiff this year. Um, so last week, mate, I asked you about Steve Morrison. Should he get the job permanently? Should they just give it to him now because he's done such a good job? We both agreed probably not. And they made that mistake with Mick McCarthy going too early and then it all went to bits. And then this week they've announced that they have given him another year. So he's in there for next year. Where do you stand on that? Because they haven't given him a, like a long-term contract, but they have given him a permanent contract. Well, they've kind of learned from their mistakes, but reward him in the same breath. So, yeah, it's you know, I think he deserves uh, some level. Yeah, of he, deserve, he does deserve it because, like, like I say, when he's coming at, at the January window as well, he brought the young players in. You have to have good knowledge about where these young players are, and and will he be able to handle this level? Yes, they have, and you know he's been brave enough to play him. Um, got him out of the relegation fight. They're quite clearly safe, um, and see if can bring these or, or sign get a couple of these young players signed down, or see if they can come back and get his squad ready for next year. And you know, oh, oh if if he, I'm pretty sure if he has a a good start and the the 
you know, mid table, they're doing pretty well next year. That contract will get extended. Yeah, and I think um, with Cal, there's so many players out of contract, and they've got so many loan players that they they don't want to be looking for a manager in the summer because I think there's going to be quite a bit of movement in and out of the football club. Oh, players. and they'll like they'll like that he can you know go out and, uh, and find players that they don't have to pay for. Yeah, so, so I'm pretty sure that the board will like that at Cardiff as well. So yeah. I'm pretty sure it'd be up against it, but you know, I'm sure he's up to the test. He's shown he he's up to it so far. So he's done a tremendous job. I've been very impressed with him and his team. They brought in the right players as well. Uh, right ten, guys. Ten players, is a, ten players is a lot. Of ten players. players out of contract at the end of the season. Um, so the last thing you want is a manager. Who's you don't know if he's staying or going? I think it's so. So two or three of them will probably well. come back, yeah, uh, and the rest will probably go. But that's a that's a big number out of your squad when it's not a, a the mass biggest of squads anyway. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. Um, and I've got to say, by the way, I think um, just moving on to some other teams, I think the fact that Stoke City and West Brom are in the bottom half of the Championship at this stage of the season, if I was a fan of either club, I would be absolutely furious. Um, West Brom gone, aren't they? West Brom money they spent, the squads they've got. I just think it's Stoke. The fact that Stoke have been in the championship now for what four or five years is it since they got relegated with that team that they've got, and they have never even looked remotely like going up back up is quite shocking. And I think it's a kind of detriment to the players they've got there that there's something wrong. You've got you've got players that you know most of these Stoke players they live in Old the Edge live in Manchester Cheshire mm. so I think it's just uh, you know, have you got Do the right characters like, um... there? have you got the right characters there at Stoke yes yeah. they're good players on paper but you know that was three or four years ago maybe you know they just come here for a little payday it's nice it's close to Old the Edge and Cheshire I was surprised when I, when I found that out the amount of Stoke players live in Old the Edge, because it's still a good 40 minutes away drive so, to Stoke, you know, yeah, M6. Yeah. So I know you probably won't go on the M6, you go to the A34, but still, it's a, it's a trek. And, but, you know, it's a lifestyle, isn't it? Why, why would you want to live in Stoke when you can live in Old the Edge? Yeah. So you've got Birmingham City. Uh, they seem, do you think they're safe? They seem to be, you know, they're a bit, they what? Eight points clear of red in down the bottom. I think they're pretty safe, and they. But then you'd like you said. What did you say there was left to play for? Thirty odd points. Thirty-three. So Eleven points, games. A lot of points 11, to play for. It should be what the forty-six games. So yeah, eleven games. Derby have got some of the, some of us have got. Some of them have got more. They've got thirteen games. So that's well, with that with that amount of points, right? So with that amount of points to play for. And you've got Peterborough at the bottom on 21 points. And then as far up as Swansea on 41 at 16. Like, mathematically, they can all be caught, can't they? If those teams have a bad end or a good end to the season, yeah, but they're all within risk. Like, oh, highly, highly unlikely. They're going to How far up does it go then? Do you 16 think? points. Yeah. 16 points. Highly, highly unlikely. They're going to catch Birmingham or Hull or Cardiff. So you think it only is between the four, the bottom four then? Well, it's, 
you know, if Barnsley got the two, if, they, if Barnsley and, and Peterborough both won the two games in hand, but they're down there for a reason. They haven't been winning games back to back. So how are you going to see them winning the two games in hand? They're down there for a reason. Hmm. No, out, out, of, out of 33 games, so what's that? Out of 99 points, they've got 21. It's, gonna, I, it, uh, it's a weird one. Swansea's um, season continues to be up and down. Their last four results, lost to Stoke 3-0, beat Bristol 3-1, lost to Sheffield United 4-0, beats West Brom 2-0. So it's very up and down, and that's why they're, they're kind of where they are. Um, and even before that, it was lost one, one one. They lost, they lost to Luton, beat Blackburn. It's it's hard really to the world, mate. It's once you inconsistent, being consistent and inconsistent. Once you gets into a habit, so you know uh, where habit, a good habit of winning, a good habit of losing, and a good habit of just being inconsistent. And that's what they're doing, mm-hmm. isn't it? So you know, like we talk about, um, if like a striker is in bad form and they just can't hit a barn door. And then when like, you know, like, like you in Super Six, just struggling yeah. and it just getting banned off. But then when you hit form, it, it goes. So you know, like we talk about good form, bad form. You can have a run and everything will go right, or you can have a run where everything goes wrong. Do you think you can have that same sort of mentality with like lose one, win one, lose one, win one, where you just can't find a consistent no. run? No. Yeah, it's just it's inconsistent. You, you, you know. It's clearly you're, you're, you're at one minute, yes, you've won, and the next minute, you... yeah, it's just it's no good. There's something happening that, that you know, if, you, if it keeps on happening, it's something not quite right and it needs to be addressed. Mm. And you do that between in season, something's happening or something's not right, and you have a meeting or you, you, know, you have a heart to heart or you have something or whatever, something has to happen to it to change. and Oh, it just carry on happening. Spot on. But uh, Reese says, Rodri, as an ex-player, what would your thoughts be on Paul Ince playing his son for Reading? Are you looking at it as a player going? Uh, that's nepotism. So basically, if you were in the squad, would you have a problem with it? No, what? no. As long as he's good as long as he's good enough, you don't you don't give it. It's when the shit that's yeah. when the problem is. But Tomlins is not shit, so you you're gonna play him, uh, and he yeah. So it's when when the when the players, you know, my friends, I won't say the name, but my friends are coaching and, and he's and the manager plays his son. Okay, and he's crap. And I've watched him; he's crap. It's but probably he again, him, you know. That's why the relegation fight. Mm. Crap. He's just you know he's a, he, he can probably oh, can play football, but there's levels, certain levels, and yeah. And I think like yeah, if it bro. comes down to it, and Paul, like say they sign a right winger who works harder, is better technically, is in form, is playing better, and he still picks Tom Ince. Then why's the manager? Why's the manager? And in some players in that position going to buy someone or bring someone in. Well, all right, you could be an academy player who's better, and but you know what I mean. If they, it's only a problem if there's someone else who should be playing in that position, isn't it? Yeah, if there's no one else. Yeah, or, or yeah. if the son is yeah. the best not player, good enough to be in that position and he shouldn't be in there, then yeah. But that isn't the case with this. We talked about I think last week with the, you know, Darren Ferguson. Do you think he should have been playing in that Manchester United midfield in 93, 94? 
Because he played a lot yeah. of games. Mm. So, Reese says there, he said... You've got Paul Ince, you've got Brian Robson, you've got Roy Keane. Playing got... Darren Ferguson. So, you know, yeah. some managers will fit him in because they're the son, but this isn't the case with this. this part, no. Tom well, Ince is, is probably a, a lower Premier League player. Yeah, I think uh, on his best day, he is. The top but like Reese says there... Before and he's uh, your son, if he's not working, you're going to be fucking telling him that. You're going to, if if it was my son, he'd be, he'd be getting told more. He'd be getting told yeah. at work and at home. Yeah, hundred percent. So, but like, yeah. so Reece said they put uh, Tom Ince joined in January. He's only played three games since he joined, and two of them have come under his dad recently. So before his dad came in, he wasn't being picked. So I think that's where the question and, kind of and comes no from. surprise he's been picked and they've got a few results. Yeah, I was I was going to say how's he been playing? And at the end of the day, I don't have an issue with it as long as he's the best option for that position. He's the so best basically he's not position. been playing, they've not been winning. Then he's been played and then they've won. So there's yeah. a there's a common denominator there. It's just you know who else to get if he's not he's, if he's on the sat on the bench obviously not working hard enough and and he's got the ability but who's going to get that better than his dad get out of him better than his dad? No, yeah. I said. Do you know what else as well? By the way, do you know we haven't talked about enough in the championship is Blackpool. Um, they're having a, a great season for a club you know a small club. With all due respect, um, they're you know they're perfectly safe. They're up in fourteenth. They they beat. Red in most recently, um, got a small squad, but they've never been in danger of of being relegated. All right, they're not. Doesn't look like they're going to push for the playoffs, but ultimately, I think they'll be very happy with the season they've had. Um, battered Reading, didn't they? For yeah, they um, they brought in a new assistant manager as well, which I think hopefully, you know, from their point of view, will help the manager to progress. Um, they have got a small squad, and I think that's probably what's cost them in terms of consistency. But I mean, they have never at any point this season looked like they're going to go down, um, which is always a worry. So I think they deserve a tremendous amount of credit, mate. Um, oh, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's a good, yeah, it's good, uh, it's a good season, good season from yeah, it's the Bloomfield Road in Blackpool, yeah, nice. Um, so I want to finish off, mate. If anyone's got any questions, now's the time to send them in. Um, I want to finish off talking about the Coca-Cola Cup, the Milk Cup, the Carding Cup, the, the Mickey Mouse Cup, whatever people want to call it, um, the Carabao Cup. I saw a lot of people say it was the greatest nil-nil that's ever been played. Uh, Which what one was that? What do you think? The Carabao Cup final on Sunday. Um, I fell asleep. I watched it till about with about ten minutes left, and I fell asleep, and then woke up when the penalties were on. So I did see a lot of people say it was the greatest, and like different people say it was a good, it was a good game for nil nil. You know, he wasn't you know switching over on your phone. It was a a a very good game, and with some very good chances that should have been taken, but it was one of them games. No Mason Mount. How he missed at least two of them that uh, he'd score another day. Uh, Liverpool the same. Mane great save by Mendy. So yeah, it was it was it was a good game, but the greatest nil nil. 
people no, I don't I don't really I don't I don't really take a note of the greatest nil nil games. Kind of, <laughs> it's a, it's kind a weird thing. Um, kind of put it's a weird thing. Yeah. It is a weird thing. Yeah. The greatest nil nil. Basically saying we're watching some, it's entertaining, but there was no goals. Like, yeah. like watching an NFL game. It was good, but it was no touchdowns. <laughs> Great. Can I ask you a question, by the way? Um who is uh what do you think of Jorginho, uh Chelsea midfielder since he signed? I think he does a good job. He's all right. He's all right. I saw someone. He's uh, he's the type of he's, maybe he's the type of player United needs. Someone like I, that. That type of player. You'll fit in somewhere, but I don't know. Is it not for United? But that type of player. Just that that no nonsense but quiet player. Just kind of yeah, like just, it was just, 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 just goes about his, his business. Yeah. Does his job. If Fred had that kind of mentality, then he'd be perfect. But. Sometimes thinks he's. You seem wrong. to have turned the corner on Fred, mate, in the last well, month. Because or he so. does, he he's works hard, and he he, he no, he, he's not a bad footballer. He's just not a Manchester United footballer. But you mm. know, he'll still do a job. He'll still do a job. He can get around the park, which is important this day and age. So, yeah, I like it, mate. Um, a couple of comments. Uh, I'm all right, Reese. Just had a, had a bad couple of weeks. I'm sure I'll be fine. Thanks for asking. Uh, it won't be after. It won't. It won't be after five o'clock tomorrow. That's when your your lead ends. Saturday. Just gone That's forever. Be, be I'll be be chasing you then, mate. That's when the pressure really going to be on. Uh, shoot the defense says uh, it's like when Fergie announced his first retirement. The players don't know who's coming in. This lot don't have a clue who the next boss is, but don't seem like they're playing for their futures. So I think that's referring to United. Like they don't know who the new manager is going to be, but they also don't seem to be playing for their futures. No, but that, that's a, that's a, an issue as well because you know it. Why am I listening to this guy? He's not in yeah, the manager. He's going to be here next year and next year. So you can't you ex, you wouldn't expect them to have them kind of thoughts, but probably a couple of them have. You think they're going to be professional, uh, you know, and, and be be right on it, but you know they might have. Cyprus League mentality, and you know, in- mm. um, and he also followed it up by saying, um, Pochettino, um, he, everyone says how good he is, but he's at PSG, and there's talk about him losing his job despite having Neymar, Messi, and you know, exactly. Mbappe they're not walking players. away with it over there in the public, they're not walking away with it over there. And if you think that Messi comes to United and scored two goals. <clears throat> People would be okay with that. They just wouldn't. The manager would be getting it. The player would be getting it. Everyone would be getting it. But you know, on the other side, Ronaldo scored sixteen odd goals, and he's still getting grief. Imagine he had two goals. <laughs> just, just I don't, you're not, I don't buy it. I don't buy yeah, it at all. He's I not know. won anything. He doesn't. I don't buy it. Uh, a few other comments. Oh, yeah, Fergie like Fergie likes it. Oh yeah, Fergie, yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck off, Fergie like fucking Moyes as well. And what happened to what happened to him? Forget <laughs> Fergie, great manager, great you know, ambassador of the club. Just keep you, no football's changed now, mate. I'm gonna, let's no, be honest. He's, he's still very. Nice I know, I know, he's still the greatest but, ever. But yeah, football but, has changed, no, haven't it? It's no. like, yeah. Uh, he, Leslie he should, says, he have any part, he should, it, what do you think of this? Mm, yeah, he's all right. He shouldn't have any part in this decision, though. In my opinion, so. Would you still ask him if you were in that position? 
would you still ask? I'd still him ask him what you think, but I want, you know, you in your value value is opinion. Make a decision based on it. But you know, I've known everything's yes, it's it's Manchester United, but you know, there'd be a hint of what's the word? Mm. No, I can't think of the word. Be looking after himself, not looking after himself. No, I can't think of the word. Okay. Um, Leslie says, can, we, can he have a prediction for Middlesbrough versus L- uh, Luton on Saturday? Um, I Where's think that? Luton, Peterborough. Where's that? Peterborough. So I think Luton 3 0. Luton 3 0. Yeah. That's Where's that? At? Middlesbrough. Is. Yeah, uh, Peterborough. Uh, mid, fuck's sake. Middlesbrough, yeah. Um, I'm going to go Luton. 2-2. Two, two. Score draw. 3-1 three, three, to Luton. Um, Who asked that? Leslie. Yeah, Leslie. So you'd rather go with mine because size crap at predictions. So. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm crap. I'm just, out, I'm just having a bad bad spell. We all have You had yours earlier in the season. Mine, bad year. You're having a bad year, like like you know you else having a bad year. Ammonia. Terrible year. Terrible. I'm hearing today that the um, the, the Apple players have yeah. not been paid. And uh, no. yeah. So disgruntled team beat ammonia side in ammonia. That's how poor they are. Sack the manager. Yeah, it's terrible. Terrible. Unprofessional. But, you know. Epoel are looking strong still, even though the players are disgruntled. Yusuf <laughs> so, so. um, says United need four to five hungry, new, honest players, in his opinion. Would you go with that? Yeah. Yeah. Spot on, Yusuf. Welcome as well, by the way. Because, you, uh, like I said before, you're going to lose Mata, you're going to lose Matic, and like I said before, Matic was the best player on the part the last game. And when he went okay, on... That's, to me, that's embarrassing. Because, no, but, no, but, yeah, but it shows that United have needed that player, like Matic, a younger Matic, since Matic came, and they no, still haven't addressed it. Yeah, but and this is what I can't understand: Mind the amount of people that, that what, Darren Fletcher, what are you doing? Are you not saying <laughs> what is going on here? Where we need someone? But what we're we doing? No, it's just sat there. Mm. Bizarre, like, mate. Bizarre. It just, it just puzzles me. You know, um, puzzles me. But Tom yes, it, it'll do a job, but. You know, you can't rely on him for the full season. Uh, you need someone better him. Like I say, Pogba's going to go, Mata, Cavani, Lingard. Um, you know, there's going to be an exodus of four, five or six players. So, yes, we're going to need players. Martial's going to go because he's on loan. He's going to come back. They're going to sell him. So, they've got funds to, they have funds to play with. Plus, you've got the, the Rashford situation. What has happened to him? He, he's just yeah. he's just been not great. So you know he's had a bad season. So we'll see where we are with him next year. And you know Sancho, I wasn't sold on him, but very 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 impressed over the last month. And he seems to be getting better. I would question his fitness and his attitude at the start of the season. Why was he not fit? Because he doesn't look fit, and he mm. he does look right on it now. So. But you, you're giving him the benefit of the doubt because he's come to a new club. It's a big club, big change. So you give him the benefit of the doubt because he's, he's starting to perform now. 
Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, some interesting comments in the chat. Like uh, Leslie says, was the word you were looking for was was it neglect when you were yeah. talking about those United players? Um, shoot defense says Mbappe looks like he could be leaving Paris. Yeah, I think so. I think um, I'd be amazed. He'd be on Madrid bound, though, wouldn't he? Yeah, hundred percent. They were on about signing him and someone else, and I was like, how the hell have they got that money when they they apparently they're completely brassic. Who was it? Someone else who was going to cost like 100 million. Harlan, yeah. they might have been. Yeah, so they were going to sign both of them. That, they might, that put, might put a clang on it now, but a bang yang, he might start performing for them and they won't, why would they want to get anyone else in if they've got a bang yang? Because he, he'll do mm. well there for them. Uh, shoot the defence also says uh, Barnsley might turn it around. New manager starting to make big decisions. Paid off at the weekends. They just need to stop conceding so many goals. Uh, the Barnsley, Peterborough have made a change. Uh, Reading have made a change. They've all made changes, panicking, thinking they're going to get relegated, thinking mm. we'll bring, bring a new manager in and we'll have our last push and we'll see if we can get out of it. That's the, you know that's the last last thing they can do. And Derby need to to respond to it. Otherwise, you know. All that yeah. hard work will be for nothing because, you know, most of us thought they were going to do it and do it easily. Well, I did anyway, but you now it's going to go right to the wire now. Yeah, Rooney needed, like, uh, he needs to just perhaps galvanise him a little bit now, doesn't he? They've had a tough little spell, but um, I'm sure he will. Um, right, Reese is bang on this Pochettino train, so I'm going to read this verbatim. Uh, he says, Pochettino is leaving Paris Saint-Germain because Leonardo is in charge of the sign-ins. He asked for key players in the summer. The club signed two right-backs and a goalkeeper. PSG are running away with the league. Jurgen Klopp kept losing in the Champions League final at Dortmund, finishing second in the league. Look at the job he's done at Liverpool since being given time and stuff. Uh, and he says, Simeone losing in the finals. Look at the job he's done. So he's kind of saying, yes, Pochettino is the man good, United. That's- that's a good point there, Reese has made with with um with Klopp. Sure, hmm. Klopp won a couple of things in Dortmund. Cup or Yeah, he won some cups, didn't he? Like yeah, League so, Cups and that. No. Pochettino won nothing. Um yeah, I believe Haaland is possibly there's a lot of, there was a lot of things about an agreement with Madrid, and that's what I mean. In Madrid no way, there's no way they're taking both of them, so well um, in my mind, listening to Mbappe as well, he's going to Real Madrid. Well, and so that's what I was on about. There, there was a story from someone who was, you know, fairly reputable, saying that they were both going to Madrid, and I was like, "But Madrid no, haven't got no, any money, apparently. No. So how would they sign in the two most expensive strikers in the bloody world?" But you know, it's what it is. Yeah, talk sport. It was was one of the people. Yeah, I don't think they it. could play play with each other anyway. The two, no, two, I don't two. think they're necessarily. Oh. The right pairing, are they? But no, yeah, you know, no, two phenomenal footballers. Apparently, they have Real Madrid reportedly preparing to make two Galactical transfers this summer as they look to sign both T- uh, Kylian Mbappe and Erling Haaland. Uh, no, so I don't, I, it's a non I don't know because isn't Haaland, um, he's going to be cheaper in the summer, isn't he? He's not going to be like 100 and whatever million. I thought he's going to be like 65, something like that. Because there's a release clause in his contract, which becomes active this summer for sixty or oh, sixty-four million, 
and Mbappe's contract expires in the summer. So actually, when you look at it like that, Mbappe would be a free transfer. It's not about that, mate. It's about the two centre forwards. They don't won't be able to play with each other. So what do you do? Play one of them, leave on the bench. Mbappe can play wide though, can't he? Like if a yeah, three. No, I just don't. I just don't. I don't, I don't see it. No, you, know, you, know, you say yeah, they'll, they'll get him cheap, but it's, what? What about the wages? Like six hundred, five hundred grand a, a week. So yeah. you, what? You're going to play a million pound a week for two players? Well, mate, that's, what the, Mbappe... that's the type of money they'll be demanding, especially and when you're going down the free. Well, mate, what? if you're Mbappe, you're and you're going to say first thing I'd be saying is if I'm his agent, Gareth Bale's on five hundred grand a week, and he doesn't, you know, he he's out on loan. That's the minimum that we're going to accept. But we we expect more exactly. So that's that's what I'm saying. Minimum a million Minimum. pound for two players a week. You'd have to build the rest of the bonuses. It's going to be more than that. So um, yeah, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. So Gaz says, do you think Conor McGregor will buy Chelsea? Um, no, I thought he was a United fan. Yeah, he is. No, I think people just put two and two together because he said something on Twitter. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's just he's. Yeah, he likes traffic, old Connor. He's, he's a very, very smart man. He's clever, isn't he? Oh, yeah, um, no. Uh, and also, uh, Leslie says that there seems to be some sort of medical emergency going on at Everton at the Everton Ball and Wood game. Uh, it looks like a fan or someone has had a heart attack, which is concerning. Obviously, we wish uh, everyone involved best wishes. I'm talking about Saturday night. What 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 points, Scott? You must have talked to about fighters. Oh, the boxing, yeah. Jesus Christ, mate. Um, no, I'm so, no judge. Now I'm on the boxer, but when you know that clearly that guy won that fight. It's embarrassing, mate. I think. Um, look, I like both boxing and MMA, but in recent years, I've lent more to MMA because of stuff like this. It leaves a real sour taste in your mouth. And my thing is, um, what's his a uh, Jack? Um, Got his name, surname. So the young lad who's challenging, he's he's this is his biggest, the biggest night of his career. He's trained for it literally since he was four or five years old. He's wanted to be a world champion. He also last year stepped aside so Josh Taylor could go and um unify yeah. the titles. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. So he stepped aside, got his got his chance, completely outboxed the champion in or bordering on embarrassed him in some of the rounds, completely outboxed him. And then to take it away from him in that fashion with those judges' scorecards, because even the judge that, so the one judge which gave it to Jack, he only gave it to him by point. So even that was wrong because he was clearly, you know, it was a clear victory. Um, But to have two judges do that, it leaves a real sour taste, mate. And I got to be honest, it kind of turns me off boxing a lot because I'm 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 the exact same, the exact same. I felt so so I felt so sorry for him, mate. I really did. And you wouldn't blame him if he just went. Do you know what? What's the point? And I'm sure at some point he's thought that over the last couple of days because you know I'm sure he'll come back and he'll go and him. They won't do a rematch because Josh Taylor doesn't want to go. He doesn't want to drop the weight anymore. So I find it. Um, I was really, really angry on Saturday because it was just a joke, um, really frustrating. But it's not the first time and won't be the last. But I do think they need boxing as a sport needs to address it, mate. Um, they need to find a way to stop these ridiculous decisions happening because 
yeah, it was ludicrous. I saw you retweet a couple of uh, things and saying a couple of things. And even as, even as a fan point of view, mate, right? You know, we've just sat and watched 12 rounds of boxing. Um, and and then you get a shit result like that. Like, it's frustrating, isn't it? Yeah, no. Yeah, definitely. I switched it over to you. It's heartbreaking, especially when you know that... You know, I know Jamie. So, and... To, oh, it, by the it, way. It's life-changing to be, yeah. to be undisputed world champion. You know, it's... Uh, he, he works part time, I think, or does does as a yeah. He's probably got a day job, job. Yeah, it's just a shame, shame. The um, uh, so and I it? really do believe that because the, even Ian John Lewis, he's a he's been in the game for years. How could he score that like that? Yeah, it's just wrong, wrong People in who... so many levels. He had a knockdown, he had points taken off, and he won about eight rounds. So how the yeah. fuck did he lose it by three? Hundred percent, mate. Hundred percent. And you know, um, like you say, those judges, the the one judge, you know, he knows boxing. So how he can do that is is bizarre, mate. Honestly. Um, the other thing I was going to say, uh, I thought Jamie, uh, Jamie Moore, obviously Jack's coach, who did the interview for him at the after the fight, rightly so. No, it's um, all that happens. Jack would have been spoken with emotion and got himself in trouble with the boxing boards and all that stuff so i'm glad that his team took him out of the ring and left him to go and you know try and get it, get his head around it but i thought jamie moore's interview was phenomenal because you could see how emotional and frustrated he was but he articulated himself so well said what everyone was thinking and he did so no, without without getting too upset without losing his rag and i thought he was a real credit to himself his team, the fighter, I thought it was phenomenal, mate. I gotta say, no, I agree, and I know you know him, so make sure you pass that on. Totally agree, yeah. Um, right, bit of a longer one this evening, my friend. Yeah. Um, thanks. Quick as shout, quick shout out to um, to uh, Stazzy, who do shoot the defense with on a yeah, on he's just me. been given a coaching job at Doncaster. Ah, well Gary McSheffrey and Frank Sinclair. So yeah, first game okay. Saturday. So shout out to Stez. Stez, well done, Stez. Good, good effort, mate. Best of luck. Um, and also, no more twiddling his thumbs on the Marriott. <laughs> and of course, guys, check out Shoot a Defense podcast on Monday uh, with Rodri as well. Yeah, so. or the No Chuff Des Ammonia. Pathetic ammonia team. No chances. <laughs> the players have um, down tools, I heard. Yeah. Players are down tools, haven't they? Down tools, yeah. Well, no, not really. They're, yeah, they're just, just having, a, they're having a bad year. But, no, I'm not one to rub it in. <laughs> Guys, as always, it's been a pleasure. We'll be back uh, next Thursday. I'll be back on Sunday, but uh, tomorrow night, dropping an interview from uh, I had uh, ex Manchester United and Cardiff City defender Derek Brazil join me at Eat Sleep Media Studios. Um, so check that out. It's out Friday night, eight o'clock. It's a good little chat with a. a better how it's set up that as well. You no, know, instead of being in that room, he's in a different room, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So it's um, we was in. You know, as you go in, yeah, and you've got like the open office bit on the right. It was in there because they were filming something else in there. 
Um, look, yeah. I thought he looked pretty good, didn't he, with the window yeah. and that? Yeah. But um, yeah, it was a good one. Actually. It was a good chat. Derek's he's so chatty, like he's uh, he's a phenomenal guy. Um, so yeah, check that out. Friday night, eight o'clock. Appreciate you all. Nice one, mate. And uh, let's go. Sports Social Podcast Network.